And uh, we are blessed from our last message sa ating uh, Pastor Ruel. Last message, ang kanyang message is about rest. And I think you, all of you are looking good, no? You have good enough rest. <laughs> And uh, maganda po yung sinir ni Pastor Ruel dahil in Christ, we can really have a true rest. At nagbigay siya ng napakagandang acronym, yung word na R-E-S-T. Natatandaan nyo yun, yung rest. R stands for respond. to God, to the call of God, and E stands for embrace, His Lordship, and then what's next, S? S stands for submit to His leadership or to His leading, and then of course, T is to trust in His Word. Kaya napaka ganda ng ating uh, message last Sunday. And today, I am excited to share to you a message from the scriptures, and I hope you are excited also. I hope the feeling is mutual. And speaking of excitement, um, maybe I just want to tell you a story, you know, just to get along with you. Uh, many, many, and many years ago, when I was working in Malaysia, you know, Malaysia and Singapore, just neighbor, uh, we went to Ganting Highlands. Because Ganting Highlands, like Baguio, is napakalamig. Mataas ang Ganting Highlands, ang Baguio, around 1,500 above sea level, elevated. Ang Ganting Highlands ay nasa 1,800 meters above sea level. Kasi ang Malaysia, na kung saan doon kami nag-work sa Pinang, ay para siyang Singapore, humid din. Pero ang Ganting ay napakalamig. So we went to Ganting Highlands, and sa Ganting Highlands ay merong theme park. Para siyang uh, city or, or uh, city on a hill na meron siyang Universal Studio, parang ganon. So, I think marami na nakapunta sa atin ng Universal Studio. And then, ang maganda doon is marami siyang rides. But there is one ride na hindi, uh, oops, ayok, na, oops, yes. There is one ride na ang pangalan ay Space Shot. So, maraming nag-cue-cue sa kanya and I get interested. Pero nakakatakot siya. Parang, ah, uh, Sabi nga, thrilling ang kanyang rides. Pero chinalins ko sarili ko, why not? Maybe I will try. So, I queue up. Kaya siya nakatakot is because... Oops. Yeah. It's because yung rides na to is 185 feet high or 56 meters high. And uh, mas mataas pa siya sa Mapex. Kung di ako nagkakamali sa Mapex building, imagine mo, pagpunta ka ng rooftop sa, at sa Mapex, mas mataas pa doon ang makikita mo. Pero I queue up, and then I sit on a carriage, put on the seat belt, and then safety harness. Meron siyang safety harness na kung saan pwede tayong humawak. And then slowly we go up. I think many of you, uh, maybe some of you already ride on this, or maybe many of you are no, really fun of riding. So we go up slowly, and on the top, it's suspended for a while. So na-enjoy namin yung, na-enjoy ko yung scenery. Nakita ko yung buong highlands, at na-feel na ko yung cold air, at almost touching na yung clouds, because it's foggy. No? I think may nag-agree, mukhang may nakasakay na rin dito. So ganun an experience. Pero while enjoying the scenery, suddenly this thing dropped. So from 180 feet up, And then it dropped. So parang naghiwala yung aking spirito <laughs> at katawan. So yung, yung parang ganun mo, feeling mo, 
nasa baba ka, pero yung kaluluwa mo, o espiritu mo, nasa taas pa. And then it's drop, and then it's go up again, and then drop again. So it happened multiple times. Kaya nung natapos, sinabi ko sa sarili ko, this is my first and last try. <laughs> pero imagine mo kung wala siyang safety belt or safety harness, ano kaya mangyayari? Siguro, halfway pa lang, no, naalis na or na-thrown away or nag-fall off na yung mga tao. Yun ang challenge. Pero in reality, our life, we are living now in most frightening, and maybe not maybe the most, but frightening and challenging times. We are living like wala tayong security, wala tayong uh, safety harness. Pero praise God, sa ating Panginoon, meron tayong pinahawakan, meron tayong nagsisecure sa atin, meron tayong Panginoong Yesus at gospel o ebanghelyo na ating pinangahawakan. Kaya ang challenge sa atin is, as a follower of Christ, paano, na tayo, paano tayo mabubuhay? I mean, sorry. Yan. So, paano tayo mabubuhay in these challenging times? So, ang title natin is, A Christian Be Light. At titingnan natin ang isang verse sa 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58. Yan. Isang verse lang tayo, so matatapos tayo within less than two hours. No? Kaya-kaya natin yan. Two hours. So, yan ang ating challenge for today. And I hope and I pray na masagot natin yung tanong na ito and ma-encourage ang bawat sa atin on how to live the gospel in this challenging time. So, we will be reading few verses sa chapter 15, the resurrection chapter. Ito yung most extensive and detailed about resurrection. Katulad ng inawit natin natin kanina, no? Mababasa natin yon. So, we will read, be reading around four verses. So, verse, uh, verse 1 to verse 4, and then mag-jam tayo ng verse 50 to verse 58. So, if you have your Bible, you can open with me, and then we will flash it so you can follow by, by the reading of your word. So, let's stand. Uh, basahin natin silently dahil hindi tayo allowed to read loudly. No? So, let us, uh, let us uh, read. Now I make known to you, brethren, the gospel which I preach to you, which also you receive, in which also you stand, by which also you are saved, if you hold fast the word which I preach to you, unless you believe in vain. For I delivered to you as of first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and he was buried, and he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures. Verse 50. Now I say this, brethren, the flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound, the dead will be raised, and the perishable will be, will be, will be changed. And verse 53, For the perishable must put on the imperishable, and this mortal must put on immortality. And then 54, But when this perishable will have put on the imperishable, and this mortal will have put on immortality, then will come about the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your victory? O death, 
where is your sting? But sting, the sting of death, sin, and the power of sin is in the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And this is our verse. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your toil is not in vain in the Lord. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you, O God, and we submit to you, Panginoon, our lives, our hopes, and even our uh, future, O God. Father God, help us. May your Spirit, O God, be upon me so that I can share your word and open our hearts and our ears, O God, so that we will understand your message today. Thank you, O God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And let us down. And so since uh, this pandemic, we have learned, uh, learned many things. We have heard many things, especially some medical terminologies. No? We heard many terminologies like booster, vaccine, uh, pulse oximeter, immune system. So many things that we heard, and it's common now to heard about uh, virus, uh, pneumonia. So all these terms, no? Uh, isang nga natutunan ko doon is suob. Suob, uh, napakabisa ng suob, sa, lalo na sa Pilipinas because many hospitals are closed or not closed, are full. And uh, we only do medical uh, no, home treatment sa bahay. But one term that I have learned during this pandemic is the term uh, antibody. So antibody and its crucial role to fight against antigen. Kaya di ba meron tayong antigen? Ano ba ito mga ito? Antigens actually are substances or toxins in your blood that trigger your body to fight them and are usually bacteria or viruses, but they can be other substances from outside your body that threaten your health, and this battle is called immune response. So ito yung mga mga microorganism, no, napakaliit siya, kailangan mo talaga ng super microscope para makita siya. Ito yung nagpapag, nagbibigay ng sakit sa atin, sa katawan natin. Kaya once na nadapuan tayo ng antigen, ang gagawin ng immune system natin is to fight. Kaya nagkakaroon ng immune response. Yung isa naman is antibodies. O antibody, antibodies are Y-shaped. Yung kanyang itsura ay para siyang Y-shaped na may dalawang kamay. O siya yung nag-hold sa mga antigen. Siya yung Y-shaped proteins made by our immune system called B-cells. At siya yung umaatake at nag eliminate ng virus. So siya yung lumalaban. Ito yung mga good guys no, sa ating cell. They do this by making specific antibodies for a single type of antigen. Pagka may antigen na detect ng body natin, of course, it takes times. Yung siguro mga days, two days, three days, I don't know. Then lalabas si antibodies para labanan si antigen. So yun nga lang, sabi ng many medical doctors have said that if you, we are sick with bacteria, we can take an antibiotic no, to help us heal faster. But when we are sick because of flu, antibiotic will be of no help, kaya ang kailangan natin is ang ating immune system. So, yun ang ating panlaban, immune system. Now, why I mention this is because I want to use this sa, yes, an illustration sa ating uh, pinag-aaralan, yung Corinthian Church. Ang Corinthian Church actually ay para, para lang siyang newly Christian. So, siguro mga three years, three years old Christian, actually, uh, Plinant siya ni Apostle Paul during kanyang ministry. At one and a half years siya nag-stay doon. 
Pero ang Corinthian Church, dahil heavily influenced ng mga uh, pagan practices, so marami pa silang ginagawa na hindi pa maganda or hindi pa naaayon sa Word of God. Ano-ano yung mga yon? So, may nakita akong article galing kay Andy Niseli. Medyo hindi lang nakita. Ito yung mga 10 issues na meron ang Corinthian Church. Ano-ano ba yon? Una, meron silang division sa church. Kanya-kanya sila ng paboritong preacher o teacher. Meron tolerate, tolerate nila yung incest sa chapter 5, chapter 6. Merong lawsuit, lawsuits against one another. Chapter 6 again, sexual immorality. And then 7, yung misguided about marriage and singleness. And then meron ding issue about food offered to idols. And then verse uh, chapter 11, yung head coverings, malaking issue din. And then the same chapter, chapter 11, andun yung abuse of the Lord's Supper. And then merong issue ng spiritual gifts. And then lastly, yung denying the bodily resurrection. So ito ang mga issue na nagbibigay ng sakit sa Corinthian Church, sa body of Corinthian Church. Kaya pwede natin sabihin, ito yung mga antigens ng mga Corinthian Church. And of course, kapag merong antigen, kailangan ng antibody. So marami ito. Pero there's one antibody that able to help and cure the Corinthian Church. At walang iba, kundi ang gospel ng Panginoon. Napakaganda ng gospel. And hopefully by end of this uh, uh, message, we will learn about the gospel, how important it is. Especially pag tinignan yung chapter 15, Paul spent the whole chapter of chapter 15 in dealing with the resurrection issue. Why? Because ang resurrection ay napakahalaga sa ating gospel, sa ating kaligtasan. The resurrection is actually essential in our faith, sa ating pananampalataya. Sabi nga ni R.C. Sproul, kung kilala niyo po si R.C. Sproul, sa po ay isang theologian and also professor, ay ang Ang, ang sabi niya, ang resurrection ay sinikwanan. Sinikwanan is in translation without which not. So, three words siya. Para siyang sinasabi na uh, ang sinikwanan ay essential, ingredients, uh, prerequisite, required. Ewan ko kung pwedeng gamitin na example. Kunwari, nagluto tayo ng paksiw. Ang vinegar ay sinikwanan sa pagluto ng paksiw. Kasi di ba ang paksiw, Kailangan ng suka. Kung hindi, magiging siyang pangat. Yan. Paborito ni Sonia yung magluto ng paksiw at pangat. So sabi niya, The resurrection of Jesus is the sine qua non of the Christian faith. Take away the resurrection and you take away Christianity. So ganun kahalaga ang resurrection. And even pag tinignan natin yung ating chapter sa so verse 14, Sabi ni Paul sa verse 14 ng chapter 15, Kapag walang resurrection, if Christ has not been raised, our preaching is in vain, our faith is also in vain, and in chapter, in verse 15, our we are found to be false witnesses, sabi sa verse 15. And in verse 17, it says, If Christ has not been raised, our faith is worthless, at we are still in our sins. At sabi rito, we are most uh, to be pitied. Kasi nag, nagpupunta tayo rito after Sunday, after Sunday, we are serving the Lord in different ministries. At the end, wala palang resurrection. Yun ang, yun ang umaatake sa Corinthian Church. 
Sabi rito, but verse 20, but now Christ has been raised. At, at sabi rin sa verse 57, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. So meron talagang resurrection at itong resurrection na to ang siyang magiging anchor natin. No? Sa gospel, magiging anchor natin as we live our lives. So the challenge is, yung question natin kanina, how we live the gospel gospel in this in the midst of difficult times. Then we will learn three principles in learning, in living the gospel in this challenging time. Verse doon, ah, buku, ah, based doon sa ating pinag-uusapan na verse 58. So three principles. Ano yung unang principle na titignan natin? One is to be steady. Be steady in the gospel truth. Sabi rito, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable. Yan ang ating pag-usapan. So, titignan natin. Sabi rito ay, be steadfast, immovable, ay two words na makikita natin. But before he addressed the two words, si Apostle Paul addressed the, the believer as my beloved brethren. So, talagang mahal na mahal niya yung yung Corinthian Church. Kahit na napakamaraming issue, uh, no, ten, ten major issues nakita natin, pero hinadress niya, hindi niya sinermonan na, oy, mag-stay ka sa bahay, oy, wag kang lalabas. Hindi. Inadress niya ang Corinthian Church as my beloved brethren. So, hopefully, ganun din tayo, na magibabaw yung love to one another. He did, of course, Minsan, ganun talaga minsan ng tao, no? hindi lang pinansin, galit mo na siya forever. No? Hindi dapat ganun. Dapat meron pa rin. No? I-address pa rin natin siya, tawagin pa rin natin siya na sabi nga, my beloved brethren. And then makita natin yung dalawang word. What is these two words? Sabi rito is be steadfast and immovable. Be steadfast. What is steadfast? It means to be firm, settled, steady, or maging matatag. Ayan. So, dapat maging matatag sa gitna ng pandemya. Immovable, it means not movable or hindi matinag. So, yan ang makita natin. Ibig sabihin, itong two words na to, they are put together so that makita natin na we, to be strong, to be a Christian in these challenging times, we need to be steadfast and immovable. They are very strong words and put together. Kumbaga, parang sa panahon nito, mas lapat tayong ilagay natin yung ating paa sa solid ground at yung ating mga kamay sa pagkapit sa Panginoon. Naalala ko, sinabi nga ni Brother Rocky one time, sa pagiging Kristiyano, hindi dapat patagalan. Hindi lang patagalan, kundi palaliman. Dapat maging spiritually grounded tayo, lalong-lalo na sa panahon na ito. Mas kailangan nating kumapit sa Panginoon. Kaya yung naririnig natin, kapit lang, kapit lang, kapit lang, kapit lang. Ano yun? <laughs> so, we have to be spiritually grounded. Hindi dapat tayo, para hindi tayo matangay. We have to be, to be spiritually matured. Kung hindi, mas mabilis tayong mada, mad, madala. Kasi once we are spiritually grounded sa gospel truth, no? Ang mangyayari is, sabi sa Ephesians 4.14, we, we are no longer be children tossed here and there by waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, 
by the trickery of men, by craftiness and deceitfulness of scheming. So, ganun. Once we are spiritually grounded, hindi na tayo basta-basta matitinag, hindi na tayo basta-basta matatangay. Especially ng mga maling katuruan. Because attacks and challenges will come side by side. So, I think kaya itong two words na to will hold yung, yung magiging depends ng dalawa. Kung merong attack ng false teaching, kung merong challenges sa kaliwa na about temptations, trials, and testing, steadfast and movable na word na ito ang kailangan-kailangan natin. Now, the question is clarity. How to be steady sa, pag- sa, sa, sa gospel truth. Ang kailangan natin is clarity. Maging klaro sa atin, clear, ano ba ang gospel? What is the gospel? Kung tatanungin kayo, ano ba ang gospel? Of course, gospel is good news. Kung may magtatanong sa atin, ano ba ang gospel? Bakit kailangan, kailangan yun ng gospel? Well, napakaganda nung kinanta natin. Kung tatanungin natin, siguro in a short word, in a short explanation, ang gospel is there is good news. It means there is forgiveness of sins. Para nung kinata natin kanina, there is now forgiveness of sin because Jesus Christ bought it with the precious blood. Ganda nung ating inawit kanina. No, Christ has lived a righteous life. Kumbaga, hindi natin kayang gawin yung righteous life na yun. Wala tayong ginawa kundi gumawa ng kasalanan at ini-enjoy pa natin yung kasalanan na yun. Pero living a righteous life, we cannot do it. But there's someone who cre- did live a righteous life. And that righteous life, he offered it on the cross. So that there will be forgiveness of sin. Actually, sa verse 1 ng 1 Corinthians uh, ng 15, sabi rito, in the basic unit, kumbaga kung merong elements ang gospel. Ito yung pinakamaliit na element o atom. Ito sinasabi natin. Sabi rito, I made known to you, brethren, the gospel. Ano yung gospel na yun? Verse 3 said that Christ died for our sin according to scriptures. He was buried and, and, and raised on the third day according to scriptures. Ito yung gospel na pinahawakan natin. Na wala tayong kakayahan na mabuhay, na matuwid Hindi natin kaya humarap sa Diyos at sasabihin ng Diyos, wala kang kasalanan. Uh, pwede kitang tanggapin. Wala tayong ganun. Pero si Jesus Christ made a way. He came to us. Live a righteous life. He, he sinned. He lived without a sin. And then on that day, on the cross, focus si Jesus Christ. Kahit na anong gawin sa Kanya, pag-aalipusta, pag uh, hagupit, uh, pagtali at uh, uh, pagsak, pagsaktan sa kanya, hindi niya yun inilipusta. Kundi dumiretso siya sa cross and he offered his righteous life for us. And then we have the forgiveness. Sabi nga sa second letter ni Paul to second Corinthians is, He, God, made Christ who knew no sin to be sin in our behalf. Si Jesus Christ ay walang kasalanan. But when he came to the cross, shed his blood, and the Lord and God treated him as if he is us. 
And then He put all the weight of all our sins sa Panginoong Yesus. And then, so that we might become the righteousness of God in Him. Nakapag ang Panginoong Yesus ay tinanggap natin through His gospel message, ang nakikita ng Diyos sa ating harapan ay yung righteousness ng Panginoong Yesus at hindi sa atin. When we stand at the gates of heaven, the God sees the righteousness of Jesus Christ in us. So there is imputation of sins, there is substitution of sins, and then we receive the righteousness of Christ. Yeah, some mga Christians, we are not righteous, but we are we made righteous because of the Lord Jesus Christ sa mata ng Panginoon. Kaya mag, para magkaroon tayo ng clarity at maging uh, 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 steady tayo sa gospel truth, we engage the Word of God. No? We, we ask our leaders, we ask our care group leaders, our pastors, ano ba ang ibig sabihin nito ng Bible? So read, read the Word of God and be uh, clear sa gospel. Another thing that we can do sa, aside sa becoming clear sa gospel truth, another is refresh. When we say refresh is we remind ourselves of the gospel. Makita natin sa gospel andun yung uh, abundance of grace and mercy. Makita natin yung, uh, yung paano inibig ng Diyos, ang pag-ibig ng Diyos no? God so loved the world that He gave His only Son. Yung sacrifice. Kaya yung gospel na to, hindi lang natin siya ni-receive. We didn't receive the gospel one time and then we let it go. No, we receive the gospel and then take it and live it with the gospel. Because the gospel, we have not only to share it in our, in, to others, pero kailangan din natin i-share sa ating sarili. Many preachers and theologians call this the preaching the gospel daily to ourselves. Kailangan natin ma-refresh yung gospel sa atin. Because ito ang ating pinanghahawakan. Especially when, times, when the times of trials, testing, and temptations. When our son Stephen, when he was sick in the Philippines, I think some of you know it. Two weeks young, on and off fever. He's nine years old. And, and uh, ayaw niya kumain. And then at the end of the day, nalaman, natin, nalaman namin na COVID positive siya. Imagine yung trauma in the work. Wala akong ginawa, kundi pumunta ng toilet. I only found myself kneeling inside the toilet, inside a private space, and asking, Lord, have mercy. Lord, have your grace upon me. Kahit na konting patak na awa, Lord. And then it remind me the gospel. He said in the gospel in Romans 8.32 that he who did not spare his own son, Jesus Christ, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also along with him graciously give us all things? Kung hindi pinagkait ng Diyos ang kanyang bugtong anak na kaisa-isang anak, tayo nga magkaroon tayo ng kaisa-isang anak niya, siguro lamok ayaw natin padapuin. Pero dahil sa pag-ibig ng Diyos, ibinigay niya ang kanyang bugtog na anak na si Jesus. And if we come to heaven and we see 
How is it that you are in heaven? We do not say because I did this, because I didn't do this. It's because someone did something for me. At yung someone niya na yon ay walang iba si Jesus that he gave his life on the cross for you and me to have this forgiveness of sin. Kaya, Lord, sabi ko sa prayer, have mercy, have mercy. Ngayon, ang mga prayer natin is kaawaan tayo dahil napakahirap na sitwasyon. And if we have the gospel to refresh us every day, malalaman natin na we will feel the comfort and the grace of God no matter what. But praise God, after two weeks, naka-recover po si Stephen. At uh, we are thankful for the prayers and thankful for the mercy of God. Really, the gospel is really refreshing every day. We, sh- we, ex- we remind ourselves about the gospel because this is what we need. So in living in this difficult time, we have to be steady in the gospel truth. By being clear of the gospel and refreshing ourselves of the gospel. Now, second principle that we can learn from verse 58 of chapter 15 of 1 Corinthians is abounding. Be abounding in the gospel works. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. Here, we can see the two words, always and abounding. It gives us your frequency and then the measure of how much we can give to the work of the Lord. Always, it means when we work for the Lord, it's not one time, it's not sometimes, it's not many times, but it says always. It's really challenging. And that work is not only just enough, but it says abounding. What is abounding or abound? Sabi sa abound, to have an abundance or more than enough overflow to have an excessive amount of something. So, kubaga sa Tagalog ay masagana. So, in this, no, in this, uh, sabi nga nila, light shines brighter in darkness. So, in this darker time, in these difficult times, why not we abound no, in doing the works of the Lord? There are many ways that we can share, that we can abound in the works of the Lord. Pero why? No? Why, why the Apostle Paul, or why the Scripture expected us to abound in the works of the Lord? Well, probably it's because one, it is our calling. When we are not in Christ, what we like to do is no, uh, do bad things. Yun ang paborito natin, manakit, gumawa ng masama. Pero when we come and encounter Christ, something will change. That's what uh, the testimony, not only of the word, but the experiential testimony that really the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ transform us. Nagkakaroon tayo ng new normal sa atin. No? Our, sabi nga sa 2 Corinthians 5.17, I think many of you, yung memory verse, that in Christ, we, have, we are a new creation or new nature. The old things have passed, the new has come. So, yung ating magiging new normal sa atin. Na mas, na, kakaroon tayo ng conviction to 
to do good works. We have the convictions and then the heart, no, the passion to do good things for the Lord. Sabi nga ni, uh, Ephesians 2, I think many of you know, read, the, read Ephesians 2, uh, that we are saved by grace and through, uh, we are saved through faith by grace and not of good works so that no one may boast, diba? Sabi doon, it's by faith that you have been saved. saved. And then verse 10, it says, uh, we are God's workmanship created in Christ. Maganda yung shinere ni Sister Mavic nung any one of you, I think, nakalisten uh, last Wednesday. Ito yung shinere ni Sister Mavic and he, she succinctly said, that good works do not produce salvation, but good works is the result of salvation. So yun na ating pagiging nature. Kaya tayo sinin ni Lord is because may nakahanda sa atin to do good works. So it doesn't matter how uh, difficult or how simple it is, is because of our calling. So yun yung new nature natin, as nature as a nature, uh, natural response to some Christians to do good works. Another reason why we always uh, abound in the work of the Lord is because of joy, our joy. Kumbaga parang um, doing good works uh, give us joy because it glorifies God. Diba? Yung ating kinanta sa kanina, uh, we want the Lord be forever be glorified because it is our joy that the Lord be glorified. It is the work of the Holy Spirit actually so that the Christ will be glorified in our lives. Be glorified. And then we will find joy, no? Joy sa, sa ating uh, paglilingkod sa Panginoon. Uh, one time, Pastor Ruel and uh, other, other uh, leaders or elders ay nagkaroon kami ng uh, Zoom meeting. So, normally, nowadays, common na yun, yung ating online meeting, fellowship. At uh, sabi ni Pastor Ruel, nagtanong siya, uh, what was your ministry when you were uh, new Christian or when you just joined the church? Ano yung mga ministry? So, of course, many, many years ago, we go back sa aming, sa aming experiences. We went back and remember those experiences. Sabi ni Brother Bong, ang ministry niya is uh, maglinis ng car park doon sa kanilang church. Yun yung kanyang unang ministry. Pangalawa, si Sister Salve, si Sister Kay, ay uh, magturo ng mga bata, street kids. No? Kukunin nila sa bata. Hindi sila nagingit, nakikidnap. Ah. Kinukuha, tinuturoan nila yung mga bata. And then, ito maganda si Brother Richard Vergara. Uh, sa church nila, walang gitarista. So, siya yung nag-gitar. So, di natin alam yun, no? Siya yung nag-gitara. And then, si uh, Sister Eva, sabi niya, uh, because it is a church ministry, so, pumayag siya maging church secretary. At wala niyo magkana ang sweldo? 50 pesos. So, 50 pesos lang sweldo. But, all of those work, paglinis sa car park, pagturo ng mga bata sa mga street children, uh, paggitara, and then, maging uh, secretary ka with 50 pesos sa um, salary. Ang common nun is merong joy. No? Yun yung joy. Merong joy sa pagsisilbi sa Panginoon. 
Kahit na minsan pagalitan tayo, okay lang. Basta makapagsilbi tayo. Because it's a new calling. It's a new new nature for us. Because we want the Lord to be glorified. Because in ourselves, when we serve the Lord, when we come abundance in serving the Lord, mas abundance yung joy. Mas parang mas magaan sa atin ang pagiging pamumuhay. Kahit na marami tayong problema, but when we serve the Lord, when we serve in every capacity and we know that the Lord is glorified, then there is pure joy in our hearts. Kaya nga, be abounding always sa pagsisilbi sa Panginoon. So, first principle that we have learned in living the gospel in difficult times, in this challenging time, is first, be steady in the gospel truth. Second is, be abounding in the gospel works. And lastly, last principle that we can learn from verse 58 is, be sure in the gospel promises. Knowing that your toil is not in vain in the Lord. So be sure, sigurado, na ang ginagawa natin sa, sa pagsisilbi sa Panginoon is, will not be in vain. What, the word knowing, actually, if you notice here, the, the word knowing is not just uh, partially knowledge. It's not just half-half uh, uh, knowledge. But actually, knowing here is, uh, there is an assurance. There is uh, fullness of knowledge. Hindi ba siya parang, uh, parang narinig ko lang na ganito-ganito, nagsilbi ka sa Panginoon, baka meron kang matanggap na biyaya. Or, oh, I, I just, uh, someone told me, maybe it's, maybe I can have or maybe I will not have blessings when I serve God in this ministry. No. Being sure of the God's promise is knowing. And knowing here, it says in one commentary, is, it implies assured knowledge such as springs from the confirmation of faith. That knowing that we are serving the Lord will not be in vain is based on our faith. That it's really 100% sure that the Lord will bless us. And what is there, sabi nga rito sa... Uh, assurance sa Hebrews 6.10 kasi minsan mahirap mag-share, mag, uh, no, mag, mag mag-work sa Lord in the ministry because sometimes they might not uh, uh, no, acknowledge it. But in the Lord, sabi rito sa Hebrews 6.10, for God is not unjust as to forget your work and the love which you have shown toward His name in having ministered and in still ministering to the saints. Meaning the Lord will not forget all the toil that we have in the Lord's pagpapagal, paglilinis, pagserve in different ministries. The Lord will know it. And then what is that that we can have the assurance? Ano yung mga assurance that we can depend on from this uh, verse 58? Being sure of what? First, it's being sure of God's blessing. Being sure of God's blessing, sometimes when we, or maybe, I think almost 100% or almost every time, when we serve the Lord in every capacity, um, we are 
no? We, we feel blessed, no? We are experiencing this kind of blessing that we cannot express. But somehow there is another one. There is also blessing and also there is another rewarding. Sabi sa Ephesians 6, verses 7 to 8, rendering service with goodwill as to the Lord and not only to men, knowing that whatever good thing each one does, he will receive this back from the Lord, whether he is slave or free. So it means whatever good thing we does in the Lord, there will be a rewarding one day. Of course, during that service, we will feel blessed, but there is another one, blessing that's coming, and the Lord himself will give it. Sabi nga sa Tagalog, sabi sa ang salita ng Diyos version, ASND, Maglingkod kayo ng may mabuting kalooban na para bang ang Panginoon mismo ang pinaglilingkuran nyo at hindi ang tao. Alalahanin ninyo, gagantipalaan ng Panginoon ang bawat isa ayon sa ginawa niyang mabuti, maging alipin man siya o hindi. So merong ganting pala, merong reward na matatanggap tayo. Actually, there is one story sa Bible, and not story, but a judge. I mean, during the the, the disclosed uh, uh, statement ni Jesus Christ sa Matthew 25. Sabi sa Matthew 25, maybe I just want to share it. So Matthew 25 verses 34 to 40. During the judgment, yung ayon pag sabi natin pagbibigay ng reward at the last uh, uh, at the judgment day. Sabi doon, sabi ni Jesus Christ, I mean, sabi sa Word of God, sabi rito sa verse, uh, siguro upisahan ko sa verse 34. Then the king, meaning Jesus Christ, during the judgment, then the king or Jesus Christ will say to those in his right, Come, you who are blessed on my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundations of the world. So, sinepirate niya yung yung dalawang grupo, isa sa kaliwa, isa sa kanan. Yung kanan, tinatawag niya ng mga righteous. Why righteous? is because yung nakikita ng Diyos ay righteousness ni Christ. Sila yung mga tumanggap sa Panginoon. So, tinawag niya. Sabi niya ron, uh, For I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was stranger and you invited me in. Naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you something to drink? And when did we see you a stranger and invite you in or naked and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and come to you? Then the king or Jesus Christ will say, Truly I say to you, to this extent that you did it to one of those brothers of mine, even to the least of them, you did it to me. So it means when we serve the Lord, when we, you know, when we do the works in the gospel, there will be a blessing. And that blessing is the rewarding that one day we will stand before Christ and receive our reward. So napaka, and the Lord himself, sabi niya, di ba, one, he will personally give it, uh, welcome us to heaven. Next is being sure of blessing and also being sure of God's promise. Sabi nila, promises are meant to be broken. Sabi ng mga 
mga tao. O magsabihin sa kasabihan natin bilang mga tao. Promises are meant to be broken. Kaya kung may mga nagpa-promise sa inyo, ewan ko na lang. Promise, promise, nababayaran, hindi naman. So yung mga ganun, mga narinig natin. Pero promises made by God is not, is not, will not be broken. So pangako ng Panginoon ay hindi napapako. Sabi niya sa first, second uh, Corinthians, another Corinthian, two letters by made by Paul, first and second Corinthians. Sabi niya sa verse 20 ng chapter 1, For as many are, are, as are the promises of God in Him, they are yes, therefore through Him is our Amen to the glory of God through us. So it means the promises of God to Him, they are yes. It will surely happen, it will surely come. Speaking of promises, there is one person who went through you know, many pain and suffering. Because all of us will go through pain and suffering. I think maybe some of us are going through now pain and suffering. But trust the Lord. No? Trust God. His blessing and His promise. Especially His word. When He say He will do it, He will say yes. He will in Him They are yes in Him. They are always fulfilled in His promises. And we will just say amen to the glory of God through us. And there's one person, there was one person who went through pain and suffering. And even at the last moment of his life, preached the gospel to himself. He hold on to the gospel. He never give up. That person was Martin Luther who started the Reformation. Today is 31st October, 2021. It's around 504 years of Reformation. That day, 20, uh, 504 years ago, he nailed or he put uh, 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 points, uh, they call thesis, so church of Castle Church in Wittenberg in Germany. Because of the abuses he saw in the religious practices where salvation can be bought and uh, no, uh, kahit na wala ng pera yung mga tao, they still give money because they thought they can be forgiven. But actually the forgiven, just what we have sung a while ago, the forgiven is already bought by the precious blood of Christ that nobody can buy forgiveness except God will give it to us. It's a free gift of grace. Kaya nga sabi natin sa Ephesians 2.8 is we are saved by grace through faith. And this guy, because of his action, create a chain reaction. Then the others, then the scriptures, because of his action, the scriptures now become available to the people. And then the true gospel message was also available, made available. Na-restore yung scriptures and na-restore din yung gospel. And then in his death, uh, deathbed, so nung mamatay na siya, sabi niya sa prayer uh, from the one-year Christian history source, sabi niya, O Lord Jesus Christ, I commend my poor soul to thee. Kasi ma- talaga ma- marami na siyang sakit. O Heavenly Father, I know that although I shall be taken from this life, 
I shall live forever with you. Wow, that's the what that's what he is holding on, the resurrection. He know that he believed that he will live one day. No, if our life really depends on this life, this is not the best life that we can have. Our best life is yet to come sa Panginoon. So yun ang ating dapat mas paghandaan, yung the next life after. And then he remind himself again the gospel that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe in him or on him should not perish but have eternal life. What a beautiful gospel. What a wonderful gospel. Because in that, in that gospel, there is wonderful per person. That person is Jesus Christ. Who sacrificed himself on the cross, buried and risen from the dead according to the scripture. And then he said, lastly, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. And then he died on February 18, 1546 at the age of 62. So Martin Luther nailed his thesis on the, no, on the church door of Castle Church. 28 years after, that same door welcomed his casket no, because he was buried inside that church in Castle Church with the Wittenberg Tournament. And we, because of that action, Reformation, that's why we are here now. So in summary, living in this challenging time, we need to be sure of the gospel truth, we need to be abounding in the gospel works, and we need to be, uh, uh, first we need to be steady, and then to be abounding, and then we need to be sure of the gospel promises. Yun ang lagi nating pangawakan. And then another, as I end this uh, message, another uh, medical terminologies I learned recently is the word or is the term honor walk. Honor walk is a ceremonial event to pay tribute to a patient prior to organ donation. During the walk, caregivers and medical staff quietly line the hallways from the patient's room to the operating room to give thanks for a gift that will save and enhance the lives of many. I, there is one minute video. Uh, I think Nina can help us to play. And then after that. Yeah, just watch for one minute.
forgiveness. When I saw this video, one thing that came to my mind is the Lord Jesus Christ. Reminded me on how he sacrificed his life so that many will be saved, that you and I will be saved. And one day, those who put trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, one, one day, one, those who put his faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, even if you, if you are not committed yet your life to Christ, Jesus said in John chapter 6, all that the fathers will give to me will come to me, and I will certainly not cast out. One day in heaven, in the hallways of heaven, we will not line up quietly, but we will line up joyfully. And as the Lord Jesus passed by, we will pay tribute to what the Lord has done to us. We will give an offering, and that offering is none other than all the good works that we have done as in his name. That is the gospel. And I pray and I hope as we live in day to day, we remind ourselves that someone really sacrificed for us and that there is a forgiveness of sin and there is hope, there is an assurance that even in this darker time, in this difficult time, we can go through. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your toil is not in vain in the Lord. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you, O God, for this time of uh, fellowship, for the time uh, of word. Thank you, O God, for the assurance, Lord, that you are here with us, that you will bless us, O God, that through the gospel of God, even in the pain and suffering time, Lord, even we have lost someone, O God, Lord, we can come to you, depends on you, O God. Lord, be merciful to us, even those who are still haven't decided, Lord, to accept Christ, to receive Christ as their Lord and Savior. We ask, Lord, that their heart, O oh God, be pounded, O oh God, by your grace, by your love, Lord. Lord, you said in your word that you did not spare your great son, your loving son, your only begotten son, but gave him up for us all. And then there is assurance that how, how much or how about along those things that we needed for surely you will give it Lord we pray oh God every one of us Lord to be refreshed by your gospel so that in this challenging time in this trying times oh God we can always come Lord we leave up to you every one of us Lord even those oh God are misguided Lord who are shocked by the news but that their loved ones pass away or in, with, with sickness we pray oh God that the same grace that abounds even more oh God may reach out them oh God Lord thank you oh God 
come to a victory, O oh God. Lord, thank you, Lord, that someday in the hallways of heavens, Lord, all the things that we have done, whether eating, drinking, or doing part of the ministries, oh God, all the good things, Lord, we will offer it to you as our tribute, as our respect, as our worship to you, oh God. Bless your people, oh God, and may your word richly dwell in us, oh God. Spirit for your power that works in us to do good works. Thank you, O God. Holy Lord, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So let us stand to receive the benediction. I will be reading uh, from, from Jude to receive our benedictions. Jude 24 to 25. Let us receive the benediction from the Lord. Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to make you stand in the presence of his glory blameless with great joy to the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, be glory, majesty, dominion and authority before all time and now and forever. Amen. Amen. Bless you, Lord. Bless you. And uh, see you next Sunday. Thank you, Paul.